Greetings, brothers and sisters in Christ, and all who have ears to hear. This podcast will be about wisdom versus strength. Now, I like to I start off with a definition of wisdom. So, what is wisdom? What is wisdom? And simple Google definition definition of wisdom: quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment. Now, most people think you know wisdom just comes when you get old and wrinkly and you know this guy's 80 years old so you must have wisdom see that's like most like stereotypical type thinking the world is in like to receive wisdom you have to be old but that's not true at all that's not true at all so actually one of my favorite books in the bible is actually proverbs and let's take a look at Proverbs 1, so the Proverbs of Solomon, the, the son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to receive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, and judgment, and equity, to give subtly to, give subtly to the simple and to the young man knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and will increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. So in verse 4, it says, uh, to the young man, knowledge and discretion. So you can be young and have wisdom, folks. You can be young and have more wisdom. You can actually have more wisdom than, than most older folks out here. Because to attain wisdom, you, you need to seek out wisdom. You know, wisdom, does wisdom come with experience? Yes, wisdom does come with experience. But it's a lot of older folks who don't have good judgment. Because, you know, they just don't learn from certain mistakes. See, I'm going to open up with my testimony. So before I came to Christ, I was seeking out wisdom, but it was the wisdom of mankind because I knew there had to be a truth about the world. Like I always believed in um, truth, but I didn't know exactly what the truth was. I didn't know Jesus was the truth, but I was seeking out truth. So I was seeking out, you can say, wisdom in all these different areas in my life, like philosophy and I used to read all these books about all these great rulers and kings uh, I do psychology um, I do that stuff I used to um, I, want, I had wisdom and dating like dating wisdom Hindu wisdom the dark prince I read a little bit of that I didn't I didn't finish that because it was getting kind of getting kind of evil but so I was seeking out wisdom in all these different areas I used to love reading because I remember this this one um, influencer guy named Ty Lopez. I remember he said, you know, um, knowledge is power. And I believe that. I was like, now that's true. Knowledge, various, knowledge is power. Like wisdom is power. I knew wisdom separated, you know, it just separates people. You just knowing things and how you can learn from people's experiences. I knew there was power in that, but I was getting my wisdom from the wrong source. And I came to a conclusion that a lot of these, you know, worldly people who think they have true wisdom, a lot of it sums it up as like survival of the fittest type stuff. You know, if we're just survival of the fittest, because um, before I was coming to Christ, like a little before, I was like, almost, I almost got into dark psychology. I never really looked into it. And it was using pretty much human emotions against other people. And I was like, I'm not really about that, man. Like, I'm just trying to 
you know, know about myself, know about other people so I can help other people. I'm not really about using people's emotions to um, manipulate them and get something because that's pretty much what, the, what dark psychology is. And that's pretty much what a lot of these elites and governments are using against the population is dark psychology. Because when you live in sin, you're, not, you're very, you're, you're an easy target as it is when you live in sin because really you just want what your flesh wants and you know, the flesh just wants, you know, sex, money, and drugs. So it's not very hard to manipulate people who just want, you know, those things. But anyways, but the wisdom of mankind is foolish. So the Bible says in 1 Corinthians one twenty five, for the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom. And the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. And that's from the NIV. So I know it's a stereotype of like, you know, a lot of strong guys are all oh, you're strong and dumb. So. So you got to understand, folks, w wisdom is way more important than just being strong or just having resources because you, you can be strong and still be defeated by someone wise. Like you, you can still have all these resources, but if you're if you don't have the wisdom to know how to use them, you, you can you can lose it all very, very quickly, very, very quickly. So let's go to Proverbs 9. So Proverbs, um, Proverbs 9, starting at 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. For by me the days, for by me thy days shall be multiplied, and the years of thy life shall be increased. If thou be wise, thou shalt be wise for thyself, but if thou, if thou scornest, thou alone shall bear it. So wisdom is good for you. Wisdom is good for you. You need wisdom. So I'm going to read Proverbs 1, starting at 20 all the way to 33. So this is wisdom crying out. This is this is God's wisdom crying out to the children of men. Let's look at look at what she says. Look at what she says. So Proverbs 1, starting at 20. Wisdom cry, cry without. She uttered her voice in the streets. Probably some of y'all at clubs. She cried out in the chief place of concourse and openings of the gates. In the city, she uttered her words, saying, How long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. Turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you, because I have called and you refuse. I have stretched out my hand, and no man regardeth. But you have not, but you have set at not all my counsel, and with none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh, when you, when your fear cometh as desolation, and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind. When the stress and anguish cometh upon you, then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me, for 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 that they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would none of my counsel. They despised all my reproof. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. For the turning away of the simple shall slay them, and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. But whoso hearkeneth to me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from fear of evil. So... So quick testimony. So you can have strength. So I was a meathead. So I was a meathead. I used to love, I used to love working out. I used to love, you know, banging out a hundred 
push-ups before I eat. So this is actually a true story. So in <laughs> in high school, I mean, I was like, I was really focused on going to the military, the Marine Corps, to be more specifically. And I was, I was all about working out. There's a whole different story and testimony with me why I began to love working out. But in high school, I used to do 100 push-ups before I eat or do dips or something like that. That's how much I relied on my strength. That's how much I love my flesh. I just had to do 100 push-ups before I eat. You know, I was known as that guy, just, you know, that strong guy with muscles or whatever. And I thought I had wisdom. I thought I had wisdom. But, you know, I didn't I didn't fear God. And I was struggling with all types of sexual sin, like masturbation. And I tried to stop. You know, I tried the whole no-fap thing. That's, the, that's another little movement going on, like the no-fap or whatever. I tried doing that, but I just, I, I couldn't stop. You know, I just, I had all this strength. I had all these muscles. But... I was out here addicted to pornography, and I felt ashamed about it. I felt ashamed. I wanted to stop, but I didn't have the strength to stop. I didn't have the wisdom to stop because I didn't have God in my life. That's a scary. That's a scary part. You know, you can you can think you're all that, you're all this and that. You can be a mighty man all you want, but without without God's wisdom, you're gonna be cut down by these spiritual forces, man. Because we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against you know spiritual wickedness in high places, and that's definitely what I was what I was being attacked at spiritually. And Ecclesiastes seven twelve says, "Wisdom is like money; it's like a shelter, advantage of knowledge, or advantage of wisdom. It, it preserves the life of its owner." And also, Ecclesiastes um, nine sixteen says, "Wisdom is better than strength." And Ecclesiastes not told us wisdom is better is better than weapons of war. So wisdom protects the the person it is with. You know, wisdom protects you. Because without without wisdom, you're gonna be doing some foolish things out here. Some examples in the Bible of you know wisdom used in war. The son um son of Levi and Simeon. So if you don't know that story in Genesis, so just quick summary of it. So these Shechemites, they raped um, the tribes of Israel's, well, yeah, Jacob's daughter, uh, is it Dina, Dina, Dana? Yeah, so I think Shechem, she, well, one of the Shechemites, well, I think one of the princes or whatever, they, they raped their daughter. They, they raped Jacob's daughter, and Simeon and Levi found out about it, and they were enraged. They, 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 were, they were mad. They, they wanted to get revenge. And I think the guy went up to them, went up to Jacob, I think. And he wanted to ask them, like, hey, can I marry your daughter? You know, can I, can I have her? And Simeon Levi put out this, pretty much this plan of, like, you know what? We can, you can only marry our sister only if you get circumcised. Because, you know, that was the custom back in the day. You had, you had to be circumcised, you know. To be a to be an Israelite, you have, you have to be circumcised. Pretty much, you have to be circumcised. You can't you can't be uncircumcised and marry a um, a daughter of Israel. It's not going to happen. So it, Simon and Levi told him, "Hey, bro, if you want to marry, if you want to marry um, our sister, you had to get circumcised." And this guy was so head over heels. I don't know what this guy was going through in his life. And you out here raping women, then you want to? Yeah, I don't know. That dude has some some problems going on in his life, obviously, but. Simon Levi said, hey, bro, if you want to marry our sister, you got to get circumcised. And not just only you, but uh, all the men, all the men of Shechem had to get circumcised also. 
All the men in Shechem also have to be circumcised along with you if you want to marry our sister. And you remember this guy was like a ruler. I think he was the prince of Shechem. So, yeah. So this dude was on force. All the men of Shechem to get circumcised to marry Jacob's daughter, um, Dana, Dinah. And but Simeon and Levi's plan was all right. Why well, these guys? Because I mean, when you get circumcised, you gotta you gotta get healed. So their plan was, hey, when we when they get circumcised, we're gonna attack them. And Simon and Levi actually destroyed the whole city. So while while these wells men were um, healing from their circumcision, Simeon and Levi just wrecked the whole city, destroyed the whole city. So that was an example of, of Simeon and Levi using wisdom right there against war. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being strong. Because obviously, if two men destroy a whole city, I mean, that's you can tell they got some power going on. But they use wisdom. They use wisdom right there to fool the Shechemites, destroy the whole entire city. So another example of <laughs> you can be strong and not have wisdom is our man Samson. So Samson was anointed, appointed. Samson was brought to this earth. To free the children of Israel from the Philistines, Samson did all these amazing, powerful demonstrations of ripping lines apart, um, killing thousands of men with a donkey bone. Like Samson, you know, had some power. He Samson had the power, yo. He had the power. But, but Samson, Samson did not have wisdom when it came. To Delilah. Samson did have a lust problem. Samson, yeah, Samson was a ladies' man and he was not wise. He, he was not wise. Samson, Samson gave up the secret to Delilah, to Delilah saying his, his power came from his hair. Because God told his parents, like, hey, you're gonna have a, a Nazarite, you're gonna have a Nazarite son, he's gonna deliver Israel. You know, don't don't put a razor to his head or anything like that. And Samson knew this growing up, of course. And Samson pretty much got tired. Delilah kept asking, because if you read the story of Judges, Delilah kept pretty much annoying, harassing Samson, asking her, hey, hey, please tell me what your power is. I mean, Delilah was a, she's pretty much a double agent for the Philistines. But Delilah was pretty much harassing Samson, saying, hey, please tell me. How are you so strong? Like, where you get your power from? And Samson lied to her and she kept crying about it, kept begging him. And Samson just gave in and told him, told her where he gets his strength from. The Philistines came in while Samson was sleeping, cut off his hair. And yeah, and he, so if you read the rest of the story, you know how that ends. But that's a, that's a, that's an example of you can be strong and not have wisdom. And it can be very, very, very um, detrimental to, to the plan where God has for you. Because, you know, God's plan was for Samson to destroy the Philistines. I mean, God's still going to get his will done either way. You know, God's going to get his will done to you either way. But without wisdom, it, it, it's, it's very, very, it's a very, very dangerous world if you're not walking with lady wisdom. See, in the book of Baruch, in the book of Baruch, chapter 3, 26 to 28, here's another example of people with strength but got cut down. So the Nephilim, the giants, the men of 
right now, most people would know these people as, you know, demigods or, um, you know, people like Hercules and all those, all those, you know, stories, all those pretty much were Nephilim. They were just Nephilim. These Nephilim are trying to still become relevant in today's world. They just change their names and make all these fake superheroes. But the book of Baruch, chapter three, um, verse 26, 28 says, they were the giants famous from the beginning that were of so great stature and so expert in war. So these giants, they were expert in war. Like they had, they had strength. But verse 27 says, those that not the Lord choose, neither gave he the way of knowledge unto them. But they were destroyed because they had no wisdom and perished through their own foolishness. They were destroyed because they had no wisdom and perished to their own foolishness. Now, if you read the book of Enoch, you'll read how God sent um, an angel to go confuse the Nephilim to destroy themselves. And they were foolish. Like These people had expert in war. They were big. They were strong, famous. The part is all types of crazy um, warrior type stuff. But they weren't wise. They they weren't wise, and they got cut down, and they got cut down. Now they shut up. Now they're trying to remain relevant now. But this is these are some examples of like you can be you can be strong. You can be you can be famous. You can be an expert in war. You can do all these type of great mighty accolades. But if you don't have wisdom, you're going to get cut down. Just like it says in Ecclesiastes, wisdom is better than strength. Wisdom is better than weapons of war. So with, with wisdom, you can do much more, much more good. You can do you you can accomplish much more when you have wisdom, the wisdom of God. And if you lack wisdom, all you have to do is ask God, and He will give you wisdom. God does not discriminate. God will bless you with wisdom if you ask Him for wisdom and if you seek it in in His Word. That's why He He had His Word here. Read Proverbs. Proverbs is full of wisdom. Ecclesiastes is full of wisdom. It, it says in the Bible, um, wisdom, um, wisdom excels folly. Wisdom excels folly. So the focus needs to be on walking in wisdom, especially to redeem the time because the time is short. Because I was one of these guys out here who was walking in all this strength, but I was walking in human wisdom. I was not walking in godly wisdom. See, human wisdom and godly wisdom is very, very different. Because human wisdom, some human wisdom really just wants to cater to your flesh, you know. Uh, I think a lot of people want to go street preach. They think they have wisdom, you know. They, they have wisdom. They think they know stuff, but they really don't know stuff. And they're just saying you know, what they think, or they're just saying what they heard from other people. But really, if you break it down, a lot of it doesn't at all make any sense. But that's the problem when you live in your flesh. When you live in your flesh, you're open to deception. You're open to deception of the enemy. And the enemy is Satan. And you gotta remember, Satan is... Well, Satan was full of wisdom before he fell from heaven. Like, Satan was full of wisdom. The Bible says that he was full of wisdom. Now, the devil has perverted his wisdom, but you got to understand the devil is not stupid. The, the, the devil is not stupid. And the devil make, made a lot of these fake religions, 
um, a lot of these fake philosophies, all this Eastern philosophy stuff, like all this stuff comes from Satan. A lot of people be a lot of people don't know, but they actually they're they're quoting they quoting Satan, a lot with a lot of their human wisdom. But this is why we need to rely on the wisdom of God to guide us. This is why we need to fear the Lord so we can start to have wisdom. Because wisdom is a loving spirit. And wisdom is crying out in the streets. Wisdom wants to dwell with you. Wisdom wants to be a part of your life. But we have to open up our hearts to Lady Wisdom and um, surrender to her and let her guide our life and listen to her. And we must love correction. That's one thing about wisdom. Like you, you must have to love correction. If you don't love being told, hey, you're wrong, you're going to fall into the wrong path, bro. You're going to you're gonna fall into the wrong path in life because of your pride. Because of your pride. Because you think you know everything. You think you don't need no one to tell you what to do. You, you're going to fall off the cliff. But this is why we need to seek wisdom before it's too late. Um, God wants to bless all his children with wisdom. But you have to love correction. And the Bible even says, if you, if you don't love being corrected, you're brutish. And, and brutish means, it means stupid. Like, if you, if you don't love being corrected in life, you're going to have a hard time getting to the promised land. Because all the children of God are going to be wise, you know. all God wants all his children with wisdom. Because I mean, God's full of wisdom. So, obviously, God wants his children full of wisdom. So, this is a quick little podcast, quick little testimony just to seek out wisdom. There's nothing wrong with having strength. There's nothing wrong with having strength. But wisdom is better than strength. Amen.